how am I feeling this morning? Well, I was good at about 6am when I first arrived in the building. But now, having gone down to the office to retrieve my diary and my spectacles that I left here yesterday, I'm furious at having discovered Coldplay, a, a band I was bigging up just a couple of weeks ago on the show here, have sent in a wonderful gift really touching some Christmas lights as a nod to their Christmas song and some signed vinyl and I'm livid because they've sent one of them and they've sent it to Matt Dyson. (laughs) Which is unbelievable. I don't know how this has happened. I can't, this is the rise of the sidekick. What's happening today? It's been a topsy-turvy world. Yeah, yeah, signed seven-inch vinyl from the guys in the band. They've all put their little names on Oh, darling Coldplay. Dear, dear Coldplay. Darling Coldplay. I've always been there for them, big supporter of them. Unbelievable. One of my favourite Christmas songs and little candles, little Coldplay Christmas-like candles. Why are you That's rubbing a, this in my face? It's a collector's item. It's very nice. I'll just put it on my Instagram, Dave, if you want to have a look, uh, if you want to see the whole thing. Do you thing. know what he had to do? He said, shall I tag you in? <laughs> <laughs> shall I tag you in? I did it. It's like letting someone have a go at your Christmas gift for five <laughs> minutes and then taking it back. Shall I? Did you tag me? You haven't tagged me. No, I did not. Who's their record label? Uh, What is it? Polydor, is it? Furious with you, Polydor, right now. (laughs) Furious. You've made a very powerful enemy today. Parlophone, is it? Was that the same company? I don't know. Parlophone, you made a very powerful enemy. <laughs> Polydor, I take it all back. You're lovely. Lovely, lovely guy. Oh, darling Polydor. Darling, darling. Over in Kensington, dear, I think. Polydor. Oh, darling yeah. Polydor. Next year, we're going to do Coldplay Ageddon. You're not going to hear it any time <laughs> on the breakfast show at all. Oh, dear. Right, uh, let's give you the chance to win a mug, shall we? So you can make someone in your life very jealous. And all you need to do is turn your attentions to yesterday's show when we were joined by a lawyer by the name of Steve who is a big fan of the Die Hard movie and wanted everybody out there to know in no uncertain terms that it is a Christmas film. Well, I mean, I I think he's absolutely right. If we're going to look at symbolism, clearly Nakatomi Tower is a Christmas tree. Uh, Hans Uh, Gruber is just a Grinch. Hans' (laughs) plan to get the FBI to shut off the power is just symbolic of shutting off the Christmas tree lights. Thank you very much indeed, Steve. Court is adjourned. So to win a mug, answer me this question. Die Hard was released in 1988. According to IMDb, what other film did Bruce Willis feature in that year? His character was Tom Mix. So in 1988, according to IMDb, Bruce Willis featured in another film. What was its name? Send your answer to 8-12-15. Win a mug. What a lovely, festive song. If you're listening on Naughties, I'm not talking about the Bloodhound Gang, the Bad Touch. <laughs> I'm talking about Greg Lake, I believe, Father Christmas, which is playing on the other one of our eight-decade stations. I'm talking absolute radio. And now I'm talking about giving away a mug and hoping to have it in his hands by end of play today is Darren. Good morning, Darren. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. You yourself? Very well, thanks for asking, Darren. Uh, so to win a mug, you needed to tell us which movie um, our good friend, the one and only star of Die Hard, Bruce Willis, was also in in 1988. His character was named Tom Mix. What was the name of that movie, Darren? That was Sunset. Wow, it was. We've pulled that one out <laughs> somewhere. Impressive. Have you Googled that or did you know that, Darren? 
No, I sort of did know it, and uh, I'm a member of IMDb anyway, but I sort of remember what the film was. So I just had a look to refresh myself, but I remember it was like 1920s, set in 1920s, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a murder mystery set at the Academy Awards in 1929 Hollywood. It takes place when Hollywood transitioned from the silent movies to what was known as the talkies. Uh, It has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 23%. (laughs) Do you remember enjoying the movie at all, Darren? Um, from what I can remember, I've only seen it once, and that was a long time ago. So, you know, I'm going to watch it again now. Okay, okay. I was going to say, you know, it seems once is enough, but why not, Darren? It's have Christmas, a, treat not? yourself. Have a drink in your, in your mug and watch Sunset. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt's absolutely right. You've won a mug, Darren. Thank you for tuning into the show and have a Merry Christmas. You too. Merry Christmas to you guys as well. Cheers, Darren. Bye now. And there will be one last chance for you to win a mug this working week, and that will happen tomorrow morning. <laughs> It's your Thursday morning, and I, for one, am thirsty for some social ammunition, which is why I'm handing over to Matt Dyson. Matt, what's going on out there? Uh, Well, first up, uh, normally uh, we talk about things that are happening on social media, and uh, they just wash over everyone, and then we move on, and the next day we talk about a different subject. The disposable society in which we now live. yeah, but but this is a rare thing, in that someone involved in the social ammo has replied. Uh, They've they've actually got back in touch to discuss... Just trying to think, who have we been? Who have we been unkind about this week? (laughs) No, not Not Coldplay. Never mention their name on this show again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's that's one for another day because we're big fans of them. After they send me their Christmas lights, you specifically, just (laughs) you. Yeah, but uh, it it is another uh, big musical star that's got back in touch, though, Emma. Uh, uh, Mr. Brian Harvey. Oh. Uh, <laughs> word yeah. has got to him wow. that we talked about his new sweary podcast, the <laughs> rude retelling of a Christmas Carol. Uh, and uh, uh, unbelievably, he sent us a video message in one of his fluffy stay another day uh, Parker coats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in one of those coats, he sent us, not just me this time, Dave, you're oh. involved. Oh, as well. I'll get a bit of love, am I? Oh, great. He sent I'm sorry, us... I, I don't deserve it on the Matt Dyson Breakfast Show on Absolute <laughs> Radio, obviously. He sent us a special message, which is very strange. Here it is. All right, Dave and Matt. What? Brian Harvey from A Christmas Carol, The Rude Retelling. The only podcast to call Scrooge <laughs> in the first three lines. I'm kind of like a sweary Santa bringing you a naughty, festive Christmas cheer. So you better have been good, or I'll give you cold or something. Anyway, thanks for talking about the podcast and not saying that it's a load. Masterpiece of culture, really. So, bark humbug to any haters and love to you guys and everyone at Absolute Radio. So, from me, Brian Harvey, have a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Is it weird what? that I'm touched by that? It's <laughs> amazing. It's the best Christmas present I've ever had. It's amazing, yeah. isn't it? It is weird to think when we saw him on Top of the Pops back in the day singing with the 17 guys that one day he'd send us a personalised Honestly, message. Honestly, my little sister's room was just covered in posters yeah. of E17. She was she was an E17 yeah, gal. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Um, yeah. So what? I said to her, like, you're a mother of two now, Kate. <laughs> you're, you're in your 30s. I haven't had a song out like, for 25 years. Like, come on now. Years. I mean, we're... Time <laughs> to move on. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, as we, you've got to pay 
£750 to meet Arnold Schwarzenegger. A personalised message from Harvey must cost about 100 quid, do you reckon? It or something? is nice. Yeah, yeah. So we'll I, like how he's, great. I like how he set the bar for the quality of his podcast by saying, just thanks for saying it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I love that. That's nice. Well, Merry Christmas to you as well, Brian Harvey. Yes, Merry Christmas. I never thought I'd say it, but Merry Christmas back yeah, at and you, And all Brian. the other ones. All yeah, the other and guys. John, Terry and Tony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might be talking about this later, and if so, we've saved you. Oh, data. I definitely will be, Matt. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Seven minutes past seven on your Thursday morning. Everyone's gathered round. We've got Ben, his team name is May Contain Nuts. And then there's Drew, who says, early on the electric board was supposed to be a few of us all gathered around, but they're asleep in the trucks, so the team name is Boyo and the Snoring Men. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Good morning, Boyo. And, of course, the Snoring Men. Yes, it is time for my big Christmas movie quiz. Everybody ready? Put your papers. Yeah. Yes. Put your pens. Ooh. I shall begin. It's a strap line. But which Christmas movie does this strapline belong to? Cute, clever, mischievous, intelligent, dangerous, which coincidentally was Matt Dyson's Tinder profile a few years back. <laughs> so cute, clever, mischievous, intelligent and dangerous. Oh, I think I know that. Hmm. Okay. Question two. In National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation... Oh, great film. What is Clark planning on spending his Christmas bonus on? What is Clark planning on spending his Christmas bonus on in National Ooh. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Question three. Who played Chris Kringle in the 1994 remake of Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, yes, one of my faves. Oh, it's a lovely movie, isn't it, Emma? Love it. Who played Chris Kringle in the 1994 remake of Miracle on 34th Street? Okay, now tell me. It's featured quite a lot since we started the big movie quiz. That's a little clue for you. Which movie is this clip taken from? We may be a small country, but we're a great one too. Country of Shakespeare. Churchill, The Beatles, Sean Connery, Harry Potter. <laughs> David Beckham's right foot. David Beckham's left foot. Come I'm not saying anything about The Undoing, because I know you've not seen it yet, Emma. <laughs> 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 and finally, it is time for everyone's favourite part of the right. big movie quiz. It's the synopsis of a Channel 5 Hallmark straight-to-TV Christmas movie taken from Channel 5's website. Which one of these is the genuine synopsis of Snowed In Christmas? But that's in spelt I-N-N. Uh, as in... Oh, I see what they've done there. There's no room at the... Yes. Yeah. Is it A, snowy hotel Christmas leads to love? Or B, two rival writers write an article on a guest house? <laughs> which is the correct synopsis <laughs> for Snowed In It's hard Christmas. to choose the worst one today, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> so, if you're playing along, if you think you've got five out of five, let us know at 8, 12, 15. The answers are coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Uh-oh. <laughs> Team Grumpy Grinch. Got zero out of five. Oh, oh dear. On my big Christmas movie quiz. Sorry, Grumpy Grinch. It's not gonna help, is it? Okay, we've all sought papers, we've all mm-hmm. marked each other's. Here we go. These are the answers on the big movie quiz. 
Which movie was this a strap line to? Cute, clever, mischievous, intelligent, dangerous? Anyone? I didn't, I didn't know. I thought it was Gremlins. It is Gremlins. Yes. Oh, Christmassy well Gremlins. Very good, Matt Dyson. So you were you're in love with this movie, but you're uncertain of the answer to yeah, the question. Yeah, I really Matt. am. Yeah, yeah. Question two: We were talking National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and the question was, what is Clark planning on spending his Christmas bonus on? Yeah, and I think I because I haven't seen it for years, but I I think I've got it mixed up with the summer vacation where he wanted well, to easily to, done where he wanted to go to a theme park. I think, but I can't remember. But so I've only just put theme park. Theme question park. mark. <laughs> Emma. Well, I thought he might, based on the title, be wanting to spend his money on a holiday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, go, that's, they go skiing. They wanted to go skiing, didn't they? I think a swimming pool uh, is okay. the answer to the question. Oh, if you got that, well right. done. Um, who played Chris Kringle in the 1994 remake of Miracle on 34th Street? I know this one. Yeah. Richard Attenborough. Yeah, dear, it is. Dickie, dear Dickie. Okay, um, what are you trying to get Christmas lights from Richard Attenborough's no, estate no, now, no, are you? No, no. I'm not happy I, with I, the Coldplay ones you've got, even though Emma and I got nothing. <laughs> I found that a really dull courtroom drama. I don't know why everyone's obsessed with that being a great Christmas what? film. Dull courtroom drama. What about the big parade in New York at the end? Well, yeah. you've got to sit for a lot of dry courtroom action until you get to that point. Well, some of us love some dry courtroom action, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, that maketh my Christmas. OK, question four. Which Christmas movie was this clip taken from? We may be a small country. Yeah, leave it there, Hugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Emma? Yeah. Eight is a lot of legs, David. It's love, actually. <laughs> yes, of course it is. Love, actually. Bang on. And finally. Every day in the lead up to Christmas, Channel 5 are playing a hallmark straight to TV Christmas movie. Which one of these was the correct synopsis for Snowed in Christmas? I double N. According to the Channel 5 website, is it Snowy Hotel Christmas Leads to Love or two rival writers write an article on a guest house? Matt, did you go I for think A or it's B? It's generally the worst one, though, with no connection to Christmas, so I said B. You said B, and what did I you say? I said B too. Mm. In that case, both of you and everyone out there who said B are... (laughs) (laughs) Not this again. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. Uh He's off again. Just gonna see. Come back in half an hour if you want to know the answer. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna just quickly anti back my hands. Oh, oh, yeah, right. oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. So if you said B, oh, just like yeah. it's like man Emma did. Yeah. Oh, let's put that in the bin there. That's nice. Just like that. Oh, the bell. <laughs> You got a point. Well done, everyone. B is the correct answer. Congratulations to you if you got that one right. And in fact, if you got five out of five, let me know at 8, 12, 15. And my big Christmas movie quiz will return tomorrow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Christmas trees are now in store. Six to seven foot real Nordman fir Christmas trees for only £18. Wix, let's do it right. The game is afoot. Well, it's not a foot, it's a wham to be. It's a wham. The game is a wham. The game is a wham. The game is a wham again. The rules are, well, quite simply, you need to go as long as possible without hearing the wham Christmas classic last Christmas. Now, this challenge started way back on the 1st of December, and you've got to keep going. 
through till midnight on December 24th. Only the original version applies. The moment you hear the song and recognise it, you lose. Any attempts to deliberately wham somebody do not count. Don't be that guy. And if you do get wham this year, we encourage you to make a donation to Great Ormond Street Hospital for Children. Be a nice thing for you to do if you are able to, of course. And so many are falling. It's the 17th now, so you've been going good guns. But Sarah and Grantham went to Matalan last night and whilst looking over their reasonably priced underwear, got whammed in the knicker aisle. (laughs) Gutted, says Sarah, gutted. And now I think the most northern whamming of all time. (laughs) Here we go. Dave, I was whammed by my beloved Barnsley FC at halftime against Preston on Tuesday night, and that's coming from Dave Wakefield. Wow. What a northern whamming that is. Incredible. An online one right now. We have Madeline. Good morning, Madeline. Good morning, Dave. Morning, gang. Morning. morning. Madeline, it's lovely having you on the show. Um, now, you have been whammed. Let's just get that out of the way and you have my condolences. I'm sorry about that. Um, but it's the way in which you were whammed that has prompted us to give you a call and check if you're OK. <laughs> Tell everybody what you've been doing, Madeline. So, for about six months now, I've been watching classic EastEnders. So, there, there's a satellite channel that runs all the classic soaps. And I absolutely loved all the EastEnders back in the day. So I've been watching them. It's a couple of episodes on a day. Um, so uh, it was Christmas 1995. Um, and Arthur Fowler had raised £20,000 to the Flowering Wilderness campaign. Uh, so he went to get the money out of the bank and it had all disappeared. Oh, I vaguely remember that storyline. Yes. yes. Okay. So, the police got involved, and um, as it happened, poor old Arthur has been set up. So he is going to court. His uh, bail's refused, so he's in jail for oh, Christmas. Sad, sad. This is littered with spoiler alerts. <laughs> yeah. 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 So if you're just joining us and you're planning on watching EastEnders prior to 1995, yeah. um, Arthur goes to Arthur, jail. Arthur doesn't need the stress, does he? He's not well, Arthur, I don't he think. He doesn't. Uh, it was much more bleak and kitchen sink EastEnders back in the day, I seem yeah, to remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, it's, it's interesting because the, the thing that sprung to my mind was you're watching old episodes of EastEnders, but already yeah. you've put me in my place for saying classic, classic right. episodes yeah. of Enders. You're not watching it from the start, doing all of them, like from Ozcabs oh. all the way through to the present day. That would take, <laughs> take years. That would take... That. All timelines in Matt's life start with Ozcabs and then they come up to present <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> you're not doing them all, are you? Surely, Madeline. No, it was just, I happened to see it. It was about six months ago, so I just joined on as and when it was on. So just so everybody knows, it's series 12, episode 113, so don't watch it. Is it Cool Badge Day or was that yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'll tell you something, Madeline, this story works on so many of my features. You could literally have come on any day this week and it would have fitted in. Um, (laughs) um, so So at what point, oh, don't tell me, Arthur Fowler got whammed in prison. <laughs> he did, and so did I. Oh, oh no. Oh, Madeline, so, no. <laughs> at the end of the episode, Arthur Fowler's sitting in his jail cell looking at the lovely card that Martin's made him, oh. and he's just staring into space. And it's quite a solemn moment for him yeah. until he realised that the prison is playing Christmas songs in the background. <laughs> wow. And he looks up at the camera and he goes... 
I can't believe it. I've been wagged. That's when it was invented. That's when we were together. That's where I stole the idea from. Wow. I stole it from Arthur Fowler. You get, anyway, everything's got content in it if you look hard enough, guys. A little tip for the top there. Um, so, Madeline, oh. it's been lovely talking to you. Um, continue success on your journey of watching old episodes. I hope episode 214 is just as enjoyable as the last. And uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Send our love to the family. And, of course, if you have been whammed, however it's come about, I'd love to hear from you. It's 8.12.15 on the text. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk on email. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. 12 minutes past eight on your Thursday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Where exactly a month ago today, I had a dream. And I was told by a good friend of mine to follow that dream. Matt, you said I must act upon my chocolatey dreams. You must. That's exactly what I'm about to do. Joining us right now, I'm so pleased to say back on the show, from the Little Treats Bakery, it is snack inventor Ben. Hey, Ben, how are you? Good morning, how are you? I've had an idea, Ben. I'm thinking, one breakfast show, eight playlists. What about one biscuit box, eight flavours? Each flavour of biscuit representing a different decade station. You get where we're going with this, and then we will have, with Ben's help, one biscuit box, eight flavours. Good morning, Deborah. Morning, Dave. Uh, so, what does the 60s mean to you, Debs? What pops out? What could we use? Bovine, which was a really unpleasant shampoo. Yeah, oh, um, of course. You want a biscuit yeah. that prevents dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, Dave. The 70s to me is summed up entirely by Frey Bentos Steak and Kidney Pie. A Frey Bentos mm. Steak and Kidney Pie. Pie is such a strong word for it, isn't it? It's just, <laughs> it's soup with a lid. <laughs> Good morning, Emma. Good morning, Dave. What should we start with? What does absolute 80s taste like in biscuit form? Blue, wet look hair gel off the market. Oh, oh yes! Oh. <laughs> Hello, Chloe. Hello, good morning. So, a new pencil case smell. It just reminds me of going to Woolworths or somewhere with my grandparents. Oh. Going, that really nice plasticky whiff. I don't know, I yeah. still like it now. A plasticky <laughs> whiff. <laughs> Ros, we're talking about the flavour of Absolute Radio 10s. What are they? Well, it's pumpkin spice and salted caramel. Yes! Oh, yes. We were also gifted a biscuit for absolute classic rock and, of course, the main station. And they've arrived, everybody! They are here. Thank you to our good friends at the Little Treats Bakery. They've got an online store on Amazon. Just search out the Little Treats Bakery on Amazon or check out their Instagram. They've done little the making of videos for each and every one of our biscuits. And, of course, thank you once again to our good friend, the snack inventor, Ben. Um, So... We've got one of these little pamphlets that tells us what oh, each flavour is nice. as well, which I love the attention to detail. It looks so good. And in front of us, you have a plate. I've been socially distanced, I've been wearing gloves, it's all been done properly, mm. but I've broken little bits off for us all to sample. And I've selected just four biscuits from the eight. Right. 
And up next, we're going to taste 60s and 80s. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So I'm not about to subject to you uh, you to three people just eating biscuits on the show. <laughs> that, that wouldn't be right. There is a point to this. The one biscuit box, eight flavours, were created with your trips down memory lane to each and every one of our decade stations. And next week, we're going to be giving you boxes to put atop your Christmas table. Um, but we are going to try them for you right now. Kind of think of yourself as the the royal and where those people had to eat stuff before you gave it a go. Uh, yeah. And also because they look so, they so smell good. great as well. The Little Treats Bakery have really pulled it out of the biscuit bag. So let's start with Absolute Radio 60s, which, thanks to your help, is the psychedelic party ring. Palmer Violet flavoured shortbread with a 60s psychedelic swirl. There we go. It smells really... Oh, it's great. Sugary, mm. sugary, buttery, <laughs> all the good the stuff for Christmas. Looks very good. Though. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah, it's a good-looking mm. biscuit. Mm. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Emma, you're our resident baker. Too it's, sweet for you. I'm not a fan of Palmer Violets, but it really has encapsulated the flavour of those. Yeah. Okay. Soapy. So the next one we've got is the Rubik's Cube, which is absolute eighties, of course. Chocolate biscuit with a popping candy base oh. and fondue cube squares. Will we hear the pop? Oh, wow, it's really popping. Mm. Oh, you're going to love this one when you get one. Mm. Yeah, I like that one. Mm. That's delicious. Okay. Absolute Radio Naughties <laughs> is... Uh, I didn't know this snack inventor, Ben's, called it the Bevragino. <laughs> yeah, he, he had to. It's lemon-flavoured hooch oh, biscuit yeah. mm. with lemon alco pop icing. <laughs> oh, wow, here Ooh. we go. It does look just like It smells bottom. very lemony. Oh, yeah. Mm. Wow. Mm. That's much nicer it than a hooch. It taste of hooch. You've yeah. got a little bit of the Paul Hollywoods about you, Matt, mm. watching you eat these baked goods. I want to shake the, him by the hand <laughs> for that one. The hooch is very good. <laughs> and finally... <laughs> We're only going to sample four, because otherwise we are just people eating yeah, on the radio, and <laughs> no one really wants that. Um, we've got classic rock. Um, oh, look. Leona Graham's here. Leona, perfect. Pop, pop in. What, what's the biscuit called that represents absolute classic rock? Slash his hat. OK, see you later, <laughs> Leona. Have a great Christmas. Oh, you, any other... Well, there were other suggestions, weren't there? What was one of the other names you came up with? Face Melter. That's right, OK. <laughs> ah, that's OK, and were there any others before we settled on Slash his hat? Maximum overdrive. Right, okay. Um, listen, as I say, Leona, have a great Christmas. Party on. Party on. Okay. <laughs> right back at you. Um, and so. Slash's hat. Yeah, okay, Leona, got you, got what you. What flavour is? Slash's hat is dark gingerbread, representing Ooh. classic rock, with a biscuit base of black smoked bourbon icing. Wow. How's That's that really going good. down? Mm. Yeah, I oh. never thought Slash's hat would be my favourite, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ding. That's good. So it's there we go. Spicy, isn't it? Mm. Oh wow! Mm. Oh, it's got a little after kick or whatever it's called. Burn, yeah. yeah, yeah, burn the burn. It's got the burn on classic rock. So we have finally got our hands on one biscuit box, eight flavors, and next week, and it's it's only right that you get to put your hands on it too. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. From batteries to extension leads, sellotape to cable ties, shop all the Christmas essentials you always forget. Wix, let's do it right.
Say 35 on your Thursday morning. You're listening to Absolute Radio, where real music matters. As does me dedicating some of this year to getting to know those of you out there with interesting jobs. It's been a great learning opportunity for everybody tuning in. It started with Pete Burgess, who's a movie sound effects artist. We had an etiquette coach, an explorer. We had the lovely Lucy Cave, who's a showbiz journalist. Ben, of course, the snack inventor. The biscuits were delivered today and they're delicious. We'll pass them on to you next week. We had Daisy, who works at Scarefest. Last time out, Klaus Einwanger, the award-winning food photographer and friend of Jürgen Klopp. Mm. And Matt, I charge you with a task. I want to speak to someone. I want to finish a year's worth of this by speaking to someone who has been in space. And... I didn't want it to be Tim Peake. No, no. offence, Tim. It's wonderful you've been to space. You strike me as a lovely man, but you are what we call industry in promo right now, which is low-hanging fruit for Matt Dyson as a yes, guest booking. too easy, too easy. So, how are we looking? Uh, well, yeah, so a lot of people were adding in Tim Peake, but yes. we discounted that. Then someone on LinkedIn sent me a message, a guy called Pietro, said, uh, I was listening to the programme this morning, I think I can help you with the most important Russian cosmonaut. Uh, this guy called Sergei Kirkalev, uh, who he, he worked with, <laughs> he worked with on the launching of a, a watch brand called Raketa, which was developed specially for cosmonauts, submariners, and Navy SEALs. And he can hook me up with Sergei. Uh, hang on, now it sounded good. It does sound good, but it's got a smattering of promo about it. It's it got a watch also, brand yeah, involved yeah, again. Certainly. Too low hanging. Yeah, Reach yeah. for the stars. That's what I want to do. It's cheating. I want to so, know no, someone who's been no, up there, yeah, Matt. Yeah, exactly. Oh, up there. So I instead, want an American hero. Exactly. I want oh, I want yeah. it to be, you know, Armageddon, not Whamageddon. I yeah. want the Bruce Willis <laughs> yeah. type. Well this is Come why, on. this is why we went a bit further. We went to the States Did you? and we found a man Have you? with hundred and sixty six days experience in space. Ooh. Five NASA missions <gasps> under his belt. He better have an all American <laughs> name, man. Thirty eight hours and twenty eight minutes of space walking time. Ah! Winner of the best space selfie and new scientist magazine. No! Yeah, yeah. Retired NASA astronaut, now professor and motivational speaker at Iowa State University. I give you, Dave, Clayton Anderson. Oh, I love him! <laughs> I love him so hard! Yes! But, Clay- yeah. Clayton, Clayton Anderson. Clayton, Clayton Anderson. Anderson. There's no Todger's drunk, but it, <laughs> it'll do. Well remembered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, hang on, Clayton Anderson. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Clayton oh Matt, this is you've really Iowa. made my Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, all well, American is, Clayton. There is a slight catch. What is it? Uh, well, just, uh, obviously, we're going to have to talk to him. I've got to speak to Todger first. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's not part of the deal. We have to talk to him from home at about two thirty this afternoon because. Ah. It's because of American time, so, you know. So, I'm going to interview an astronaut yes. <laughs> called Clayton Anderson, yeah, yeah, who's happening. done spacewalks yeah, yeah, yeah. from my kitchen table. Yes, all being on well. On my home laptop. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. Oh, Matt Dyson, thank you so made much. made your dreams come true. You've made me a very happy boy. So, we're going to play... The final show your workings of 2020. It is an astronaut named Clayton. We'll have that for you, all being well, tomorrow morning on the show. Cheers, man. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Our stores are closed on Christmas Eve and Boxing Day to give our colleagues a well-deserved break. But we're always open at wix.co.uk. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro. 
And that's it for your Thursday morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning in to the show on this, the penultimate day of the working week, which means there are now four daily breakfast show podcasts for you to enjoy, the latest of which shall either be named the most northern whamming ever, (sighs) don't tell me Arthur Fowler got whammed in prison, Never thought Slash's hat would be my (laughs) favourite. And finally, it's no Todger Strong, but it'll do. That's good. It's a strong set, two of them from Emma Jones. Yeah, I know. What are we going for, Matt? I think Emma Jones referencing Todger Strunk was a good (laughs) bit, wasn't it? I've called him Todger Strong, I think, just (laughs) now. I can't actually remember his name, sir. (laughs) Uh, It's no Todger Strunk, but it'll do, (laughs) is the podcast that you're looking for. And know this, we'll be back tomorrow. 6am. Continue to stay safe but stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.